Hello and uh, welcome to this week's final instalment of the Fit Finance Sessions. Uh, the news this week was that um, Neil Woodford is um, is looking to set up a new fund. As some of some of you uh, will recall, Neil Woodford um, was the the star manager of an Invesco fund. He then went to set up his own fund. It didn't go very well, and he lost lots of people, lots of money. So now he's going to set up a new fund. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, the other thing is my my non-advice uh, that one might have a look at investing in Bitcoin proved out to be sage words as Bitcoin is now streaking away in a game a GameStop-like fashion towards fifty thousand dollars a coin, and um, and also we haven't we haven't mentioned tax, so let's talk about tax. What's going to happen with stamp duty in the upcoming budget? Um, chaps, there you go. I've given you a whole load of stuff to go on. Has anyone got anything to say about any of those matters? No, not really. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, well, which one should we pick first? I think I'll pick Woodford because that's that's an easy win. Um, Open goal. Yeah, he he's launching a new fund, isn't he? And I think there's lots of been... There was lots of good press when he launched his business, and then there's been lots of bad press since. And I think, um, I think it just comes down to active management is fine, but it doesn't always arrive at the the right time for you. And actually, a lot of those bets he made in the previous fund um, uh, have actually done okay um, in the long run. It's just um, it all kind of went out of fashion too too fast too too soon. Um, I think there's a um, an element of closed funds for maybe some of these more speculative um, investments are probably a safer structure because you don't you don't have the liquidity issues. I think was it one of the local councils that withdrawed a load of money from from his fund and that kind of. I think it was Kent or somewhere down there that yeah. took three hundred million out, didn't they, at one point? Yeah. Yeah, and I think for small smaller. Um, investments in smaller companies are sometimes better in closed-ended um closed-ended funds whereas actually if you're if you're in an open-ended fund so a normal investment fund there's daily liquidity in a lot of big companies so it's it's, it's less risk but um yeah ho hopefully this time it goes a bit better for him and he can have another 30 million pound mansion back in the Cotswolds. it <laughs> <laughs> seems to have been a a bit of a, a sorry, not sorry statement from him as well, isn't it? I think you were just saying before we hit the record button, Henry, on, on, uh, in the Sunday press, he seems to have said, yeah, you know, awfully sorry about what happened, but actually Link, the, the admin guys for the fund, I was shutting it down, did it too early and shouldn't have done. So, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I, I think you're right. I think it was a bit sorry, not sorry. I don't think there's many investors out there who are going to feel particularly sympathetic towards towards his strife, especially as he carried on pulling in a whole load of fees. Was it, I can't remember the, the exact number, was it 60,000 pounds a day of fees he was pulling in even after the fund was closed? Um, and he did say, well, I had to carry on paying my staff. But if he needed that much money every day to pay his staff, his staff must have been earning decent wedge there. Mm. Um, so it's, anyway, this new fund is only for professional investors, so we won't get our fingers burnt. So that's well, good news. Um, the other story, so the other thing, the budget's coming up, and so obviously this is on our mind. Last week we were talking about um, capital gains tax and how, how that might, might, might come into to Rishi's 
sites um, on, on March the 3rd. Another one that seems to be coming up more increasingly is stamp duty. Of course, stamp duty has been frozen um, for any purchase under £500,000 since last summer. Um, a lot of people are, or a lot of the press at any rate, are discussing the idea that that might be extended for a month or six weeks. And other parts of the press, certainly the Daily Telegraph for one, is, is um, promoting the abolition of stamp duty altogether. Have you guys got any, any feelings around that? Ask the bathroom to you on this one, Tom, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think the market's a little bit frothy um, uh, based on uh, what, what you're seeing around and what, what you're hearing from estate agents. It's definitely, I think, slowing, but there's, there's less supply and I think that's pushing, um, uh, pushing those, those prices. I don't know. I think some duties obviously a, a good way to rake in money and the more you stimulate the um, buying process the more more you'll rake in I think uh, I think there could be simplification maybe across all of those factors maybe maybe you will start paying capital gains on your property and no stamp duty what those capital gains rates are you don't don't know I think um, uh, whether it's whether the tax is working in its in the way it should should do, I think there's an element of trying to help first time buyers and younger people move up the ladder, um, and sort of tax people who've made significant property gains. I think that that is one thing is uh, effectively it's it's tax free on on the gains on your residential property. So whether they give with one hand and take with the other is um uh, is another thing to to consider. Be pretty surprised if they got rid of uh, a primary residence relief and you ended up paying CGT on your main home. No, I'd be surprised to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> As a conservative government just trying to lose its all its voters, uh, I think it's quite interesting. I mean, well, I, we were talking earlier the, this idea that um, the, the, the seller pays a stamp duty rather than the buyer. Of course, which the argument against is that it it limits people downsizing because why am I going to pay tax now that I live in a million pound house but I don't need to? But of course, the the counter to that is that well, actually, even a million pound house, you don't want this money in your estate for inheritance tax purposes. So, is it better to pay twenty thousand pounds of stamp duty or whatever the number is and downsize and be able to to pass money away? and limit the 40% tax that you're going to pay on your estate at there. I think it'd be interesting. I, I suspect that there is a growing, there's a groundswell of momentum towards getting rid of, of um, stamp duty. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's not tinkered with in some way. Hmm. And Tim, go on then, tell us about Bitcoin up to 50,000. What caused this? Is that right? I don't know. Who's, who's in that? Um, no, I mean, in the last week, of course, um, Elon, Elon Musk himself, the, the, the tweeter, um, has, has pumped in uh, $1.5 billion, isn't he? Um, so sending it far in excess of the moon. Um, <laughs> I think it was a couple of months ago now, or, or the last time we discussed about Bitcoin at least, I, I said that um, a couple of analysts from JPM said it could go as high as 242000 per coin. And obviously it's still a way off from that now, but 
you never know. It depends on, I suppose, what, what Elon decides to do next week. <laughs> well, well, I said analysts in heavily invested in Bitcoin at the same time. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I think it's interesting. It's becoming more mainstream. And um, uh, I think there's certain other banks and Visa and people saying they're going to make it easier to, to move that around. I think that's, that's what will be needed for it to become more more mainstream what it is in value relative to anything else is um i think it's still a bit more speculative as a as an it's not really an investment it's still a a store of value um if that store of value goes up then that's that's great but um i think yeah for it to really take off i think it's got to become become more mainstream and be accepted hasn't it yeah well it's useful i think i think it needs to lose volatility there's no point in, no one will want to spend a Bitcoin if they think <clears throat> the one Bitcoin they've got today is going to be worth twice as much at some point in the future. Yeah. So at the moment, it's just a complete speculative. Yeah. No, no one's uh, speculating on the uh, the old Zimbabwean dollar. Um, <laughs> not any longer. Um, lovely. Really interesting chat. Cheers, guys. Um, that's all for us this week. No doubt more interesting snippets from the, the world of finance coming coming to your feed this time next week. Speak to you then. Bye-bye.